Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So sheep were very important during Jesus' time. Actually, a lot of Jews and who his audience is, who he's speaking to, were farmers. Um, they were farmers and they, were they lived in an agricultural society. So they're familiar with farming, with sheep, with animals. And so Jesus is speaking to them about sheep and shepherding because he's speaking their language to them. He wants to use examples that they would understand his audience. And sheep are necessary, obviously we know, sheep are uh, necessary for different things. They're necessary for milk, for cheese, they're known for, um, uh, they're known for uh, their meat, you know, kuzli, everyone loves kuzli, right? You guys love kuzli? Yep, sure do. Um, so they're known for their meat, they're known for their wool as well, right? So it's really important because sheep are very valuable. If shepherds don't, I'm sorry, if, if, uh, if uh, um, the, 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 uh, this, the, his audience, if they don't have sheep, then they wouldn't be able to live. So he's using something they're very, very familiar with. And so a shepherd was needed to take care of the sheep for the following reasons. So number one, there's many different reasons. I'm just going to go through a few. So sheep get tangled up very quickly. So sheep go out and then they will eat. But as they go to get food, they can get tangled up in like a rose bush. I looked this up yesterday on YouTube. Don't ask me why. But it's actually they're, uh, they're the sheep. You can find like a sheep caught in a rose bush. Or a, or a, um, or a, a rose, yeah, a rosebush. And what happens there is because they're fluffy and they have a lot of wool, the sheep actually, the more they try to get out, the more stuck they become. So they wait for the shepherd. They actually do not exhaust themselves trying to get out because they're stuck. And you can see the shepherd coming in this video on YouTube. On YouTube. You can see the shepherd coming and the sheep is just waiting. He's just chilling. He's just hanging out. He's waiting for the shepherd. And the shepherd comes through and he gets him out. He shaves him off and gets him off. And they don't exhaust themselves because they know they want the shepherd to find them because they will exhaust themselves and die from exhaustion. So they wait for the shepherd because they need the shepherd. They know they're stuck. Besides getting stuck and getting tangled up pretty easily, sheep fall over pretty easily as well. They don't have the strongest legs. So they tip over, and what's interesting about this, I looked this up on YouTube too. Yes, I do other things besides YouTube, but if you go and see in YouTube that a sheep, a, she, a sheep that has fallen over, so when they fall over, the problem with that is that they can't get up, and then because they're on their back and they have a very flat back, that if the shepherd doesn't find them in time, then the, the, the blood and uh, everything starts to get to their head and they can die from a heart attack, or they can also die just from pneumonia because of the way that their body is positioned, that they're on their back, so they can't get up. They're dependent on the, on the good shepherd to come forward and to help them um, to get back on their feet. And the guy on the, on, the, on the video actually does that. And so he gets back up, on the, sh the sheep gets back on his feet, and then like wobbles, falls over, gets back up, falls, wobb wobbles over. But they do everything that they can to try to prevent falling on their back because they can die. Also, sheep are not very smart. They get lost very quickly. They don't have Siri. They don't have the Waze app. They don't know how to navigate very well. Right? So sheep really depend on their shepherd to tell them where to go. And they get lost very, very quickly. And sometimes they wander off again because of food, and then the shepherd has to go out looking for them. Finally, sheep need a lot of protection. They spend a lot of time in the hills. They spend a lot of time in there as mountain lions. Um, and uh, so they, they need a lot of protection because of just they're not very fast. They don't run very quickly. And so they're, they're, uh, the predator knows the prey. They know they don't run very quickly. That's my prey. And they have great meat. And we know they have great meat. So I'm going after that sheep. So a lot of things. Why they need a shepherd. They're valuable. The, the farming industry needs them. 
but they're also not the fastest, they're not the smartest, and they fall over quickly and get tangled up very quickly. So as you can see, sheep require a lot of help. They need a lot of attention. They're not self-sufficient. They're not self-reliant. They're not self-sufficient, and they're not self-reliant. Quite the opposite, right? They rely and depend on their shepherd for everything. And they've learned to do that. Oh, I'm tangled. I better wait for my, my, my shepherd to get here. Oh, um, there's, you know, I, I'm lost. I'm going to just stop here and I'm going to wait for the shepherd to come and find me. They've learned to be dependent on their shepherd. And besides, you know, again, producing this great meat, having this great wool, but they're also very good at something else. The shepherd know the sheep's voice. I promise this is the last time on YouTube, if you go on YouTube and you actually type in and say, a stranger and the owner of a sheep, who will they listen to? Or something like that. The sheep listens to the voice. The stranger calls out and says, come on over here, and they don't move. But when the owner says, sheep, come on, let's go, they start to move. Why? They're really, really, really good at listening. They understand and only listen to the voice of their shepherd. They do not listen to the voice of the stranger. They become accustomed to it. And so there's a difference between knowing Jesus and knowing a lot about Jesus. I spent a lot of time with people who think they know Jesus. Right? I, t- I spoke to an atheist once who, after many, many hours of talking and discussing and so on and so forth, he said, I've read the Bible three times, and you haven't convinced me that God exists. And I said it at the very end, I said, you know, the difference between you and I is I know Jesus on a personal level, and I know he's real. You know a lot about him, but you don't know him. So until you come to know him, then you'll notice that he's real and he's God and God is alive. So even us, we come to Mass every week, we pray every day. We may know a lot about Christ. We may know a lot about Jesus, but do we actually know him? Again, knowing him is different than knowing about him. So what are the differences, right? To really know him, right, to really know Jesus, the Good Shepherd, we have to know his voice and follow his voice and not the voice of strangers. If I really know Jesus, then I have to know his voice. Again, Jesus says in the Bible, my sheep, which he's referring to us, right? he's not referring to the animal. If we claim that Jesus is our shepherd, Jesus is saying, I'm the good shepherd and we're his sheep. He says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they know me and they follow me. Again, sheep only follow the voice of the shepherd. They don't follow the voice of a, of a, of a, of a stranger. Jesus goes further, but they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Brothers and sisters, we often are listening to the voice of a stranger. We're following strangers. We're not following the voice of the shepherd. Again, I know Jesus. Do we though? Do we know what his voice sounds like? Do we know a lot about him and think we know him? There's a difference there. Big, huge difference. Jesus warns us today that the, he warns us today as the sheep today to run away from the stranger's voice because the stranger's voice is going to lead you where he says a thief comes only to steal, to slaughter, and to destroy. If we're following the wrong voices, if we're following the voice of a stranger, three things. Jesus said it, not me. Steal, so we'll be robbed. Slaughtered and destroyed. Those are not cute words. Those are not, you know, kind of like, let's be politically correct. Jesus is very clear. He's warning us. 
If you're listening to the voice of a stranger, you're going to be in trouble. Forget trouble. You're going to be you're going to be you're going to, you're you're going to be a victim of of of, a, of being stolen or taken taken from, slaughtered and destroyed. So I just quickly want to go through four signs of someone who knows Jesus, the good shepherd, and doesn't just know about him. Right? If you want to ask yourself, do I know Jesus or do I just know about him? Look at these signs. Sign number one, someone who knows Jesus, the good shepherd, knows the tone of the good shepherd's voice. Every voice has a tone. So what is God's, so what is, what is God's tone? What is the good shepherd's tone of voice? His voice is very calming. The Good Shepherd's voice is comforting, it's peaceful, it's hopeful, it's encouraging, it enlightens, and it's filled with love. That's why the sheep follow it. The owner is not yelling and screaming at the sheep. The stranger's voice, which we would say in this case is the enemy, is the opposite. It's obsessive. His tone of voice is, makes us worry. It's filled with anxiety. It's depressing. It discourages. It confuses. And it's filled with fear. So I can say all day, I know Jesus. He's my Lord and Savior. But if we don't know his tone of voice, then do we really know him as the Good Shepherd? That's very important. Which voice am I listening to? They're actually opposite of each other. Calming is different than obsessive. Comforting is different than worry. Peaceful is different than is opposite of anxiety. So we have all these different tones of voice that we're listening to. So that's sign number one. I'm familiar with the Good Shepherd, and what I just experienced right now in the depths of my heart did not make me feel, did not sound calming, comforting, peaceful, hopeful, encouraging, enlightening, and filled with love. It actually did the complete opposite. So you know what? I know Jesus. He's my Lord. He's my Savior. That's not his tone. I'm not listening to that stranger of a voice. Because that's what it sounds like. Sometimes I meet with people. I'm like, can you just listen to what you just said? Just say that out loud. What does that sound like? What is, is that filled with love? No. Then why are you allowing it in? Second sign, someone who knows Jesus, the Good Shepherd, knows that the Good Shepherd would never call us by our sins. He would never label us by our sins. If we know Jesus, we know that he doesn't call us by our sins. I like this quote, maybe you've heard it. The devil knows your name but calls you by your sins. God knows your sins but calls you by your name. There's a difference there. If you're constantly thinking about your previous sins, and constantly thinking about it and worrying about it and feeling condemned by them, then I wonder if you know the voice of the Good Shepherd. Because that's not God. God does not call us by our sins. God does not do that. He calls us by our name, our identity, son, daughter, not fornicator, adulterer, drunkard, porn addict. He doesn't do that. The enemy does that. Again, if it leaves you sad, worried, depressed, anxious, it's not the Good Shepherd. The third sign, someone who knows Jesus the Good Shepherd, knows that the Good Shepherd would never leave us or forsake us in time of uncertainty and difficulty. If I claim I know Jesus as the Good Shepherd and I believe because I have an uncertain situation in my life right now, which is causing me a lot of fear and anxiety, and I'm worried about it, constantly worried about it, and I'm thinking, you know what, God has forgotten me, God has abandoned me, God has forsaken me, I wonder if you then just know a lot about Jesus and don't really know him. And I'm not actually, I'm not actually judging anybody. 
I used to think those things. I love you, Jesus. You're my Lord. You're my Savior. I want to give my life to you. Oh, God, you've left me. You've abandoned me. You're nowhere to be found. God never leaves us. He never abandons us. He's saying, I'm the good shepherd. He said four times in today's gospel, I'm willing to lay my life down for the sheep. So if we think that he is leaving us or forsaking us because we've entered into this uncertain situation in our lives, then we don't know the voice of the good shepherd. Again, we may know a lot about him, but we don't actually know him. Final sign. Someone who knows Jesus, the good shepherd, knows that the good shepherd would never tell us to do something that contradicts the Bible or what the Catholic Church teaches. Again, are we listening to the voice of a stranger who says, that's not a sin. Who cares if the church teaches that? It's, it's outdated. The rules are outdated. The commandments are outdated. Like, get with the time. Are you serious right now? If we know the voice of the good shepherd, we would believe, not in the voice of a stranger, we would believe that Jesus Christ himself found the Catholic Church and as a good shepherd left us his voice with the Catholic Church to direct us. So if we're thinking, oh, I can do this. It's not really that sinful. Yeah, it's no, not that big of a deal. Oh, you know what? I, I know it's in the Bible, but I, I don't take it that way. That's up for a personal interpretation. No. Jesus left us with a Catholic church because he's a good shepherd. He didn't want us to be confused about what's right and what's wrong. And so if a voice inside of us is saying, don't forgive. It's not a big deal. Don't do this. Don't do that. And it contradicts the Bible. You may know a lot about Jesus. But we don't really know Jesus, the good shepherd. So brothers and sisters, like a sheep, like sheep, we too get tangled up. Like sheep, we fall over and can't get up ourselves. Like sheep, sometimes we get lost. And like sheep, we too need a lot, a lot of direction. And so like sheep, we too need a good shepherd. And we do have an amazing, perfect, good shepherd. And his name is Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen.